0: Hi there! I'm Wellington Badu and you are listening to the English Sabbath School Podcast. English and the Bible, information and transformation. Hello hello dear friends, I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School Podcast. Lesson 10 for Sunday, May 28th, or the 28th of May, yes, that's all right today's title is a long one are you ready the way that seems right in a man's eyes shall we pray heavenly father oh we are so blinded by so many things we cannot even trust our own hearts our own instincts so father please guide us in your word send down your spirit may we understand your message for us and may we be blessed as we bless others. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the context of the last days, Jesus uttered a powerful warning. For false cries and false prophets will rise and show signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Mark thirteen twenty-two. Who are the elect? He later says, and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Matthew 24:31. So the question again, who are the elect? <laughs> a little scary, isn't it? When the deception in the last days will be so great that even the faithful ones will be in danger of being deceived. Mercy, Father. So we're invited to do what, uh, Carmen? Oh yes, you're right. Open your Bibles. What did you say, Yasmin? No, no, no. We've already uh, memorized the memory text for today. Open our Bibles. Revelation 12, verse 9. The question is, who is deceived by Satan? And how do we understand these words? So, Revelation 12, verse 9. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version. But please, feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The great dragon was hurled down. That ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth, and his angels with him. Ooh, so the question is... Who is deceived by Satan? Did you understand what it said there, Carmen? Yes, the whole world. Mercy, Father. Obviously, God is going to have some faithful people in the last days, as he has had all through the ages. However, the wording here shows just how widespread Satan's deception really is. Opening a parenthesis here, right, Dilma? By the way, we've been praying for you and we're going to continue to pray for you, girl. We know that you have already overcome your problem. But we have to remember something that in the time of Noah, before the flood came, only eight people were willing to be faithful to Jesus. Can you imagine it? Okay, maybe some people died before the finishing of the the ark, before the finishing of the construction, etc. but only eight people of the whole multitude of people living on earth entered the ark and were saved. So this is a warning for us all, right? Let us not be overconfident that we cannot be deceived by the enemy. He is way smarter than we are. Our only safeguard is in the word of God. Now, the, quest, the question, the second question says, what powerful warning is presented here? So there is a powerful, powerful, powerful warning. Proverbs fourteen twelve: There is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. Yeah, they remember this week's lesson. This week's title is Satan's Final Deceptions. And today we're talking about the way that seems right in a man's eyes may not actually be right. People are often told to follow their own conscience in order to determine for themselves what is right or wrong, good or evil, and then live accordingly. But the scripture says that we are all sinners, all corrupted. Mm -mm. And so, to trust our own sentiments is almost a guaranteed way to, sooner or later, get it wrong, and even to do wrong. A lot of evil has been perpetrated through the ages by people utterly convinced of the rightness of their cause. That is, they follow the way that seems right to them. Oh, Father, let us see here Jeremiah seventeen 9. I'm reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation, translation that you prefer. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? And Romans 3, 9-18. No one is righteous. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all, for we have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. Ooh, very dark verses, huh? Very hopeless is a situation, isn't it? But listen to the hope here. Listen to the final paragraph. Pay attention here, Camilla. Instead, we must immerse ourselves in what? In what, Camilla? Very good. In the Word of God and from His Word. As we surrender to the Holy Spirit, learn truth from error, right from wrong, good from evil. Left to our own devices or even to our own senses, we can become easy prey to Satan's deceptions. Yes, think through examples of people have acted based on what they themselves believed was right, or even what they believed was God's will, but have done evil things. What can we learn from these tragic events? Well, I have a clue here. If you believe that killing other people for what you believe is right is God's will, you probably are wrong, my friend, okay? Bless, do not curse, that's that's it, focus, focus. Well, interesting lesson today. The way that seems right in a man's eyes, many times it is not actually right. Oh, Father, have mercy, have mercy upon us. This is lesson 10 for Sunday, May 28th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes UNASP. Tell your friends about our podcast available on any podcast platform. Pretty please rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. And if you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends about it. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. May the Lord grant you a wonderful and joyful Sunday.